Well, welcome back, everyone. The 2023 finals uh, tipping from a bang on is about to start. And uh, we've had our projections from the, the great man, Bummer Riley, myself and Johnny Wushfold. Now we're actually going to go into the the games themselves. Given that there's $1,000 on the line, uh, we'll get some insights from the great man, Bomsky, and find out about his winner, uh, the margin, and why they're going to win by that margin. So, uh, Bomsky, game one. Pies versus the D's uh, Thursday night. What? Who? Who are you liking? I like the Demons. Um, I had to remember who I tipped from last week, but I like um, Melbourne. And I think, given the weather forecast of it potentially being a little bit wet and slippery, the fact that um, you know their on-ball brigade uh, is very, very contest-orientated, and their purest of game plans is based around that win the contest, win the stoppage, take territory, set up your defence behind it, whereas I think, as I said last week, I think Collingwood are um, not too bad in that area, but they certainly don't have um, the artillery of Max Gorn, Christian Petrarca, Clayton Oliver, Jack Viney, Angus Brayshaw around the ball, um, and they do like to play more of that that running handball, linkage, kamikaze, counter-attack, angle kicks game. So, um, and the best exponent of that is still not back in the team. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go the Demons, and the Demons don't tend to knock you over by much. I did go to that Queen's birthday game where I think the Ds, that was the first time Collingwood lost, and uh, it sort of played out to how I've just described there. So, I'll go the Ds by... Um, Strangely enough, guy, 17. <laughs> well, I'm doing the same too, but um, I uh, like you, like you say, just the, the weather conditions, the inside game. I mean, I think Melbourne just got a bit too muscle, uh, too much muscle for the pies inside. Uh, Bailey Fritch, and again, it's interesting, um, you, you know, the weather conditions, but he'll just, he's that type of forward that for that zoning more. Um, if he's back and Howe's back, he's the one that slides into those gaps and spaces and just finds that ball to kick those. He only needs five or six shots on goal and he's going to he's gonna make the pies pay. Whereas down the other end, you go, May, they're defenders. They're so, such good mark marking and counter-attack markets and intercept markers. And you think, well, with the wet conditions, they mightn't be able to do that as much. And maybe Jamie Elliott has a day out, but um, I'm with you. I just think the... the um, the manner of Melbourne around the ball, it'll be a front half game for them. They'll be able to lock it in. And and strangely enough, I've gone for the D's by 17 as well, based on based on that as well. Um, <laughs> game uh, game two, the lucky 17. Uh, hasn't been too lucky for me this year, that's for sure. Carlton versus the Sydney Swannies. Who do you like, Dave? Yeah, it's an interesting one. The Swans aren't really a team that, I've followed as closely or very closely like some of the others. So um I might be Well last time mate, sorry, last on last time they played, mate, up at the SCG, mind you. Um eleven eleven the Swannies, six fifteen the blue baggers. And I know you would say the first thing yeah. that is twenty two scoring shots to twenty one, just the blues butchered it in front of goals, to be honest. Look, you couldn't help but be impressed with the Blues for that, you know, that, um, what was it, a nine-week winning period when the, you know, um, old Carlton would have sacked a few blokes, but they stuck fat with their new leadership and president 
Luke Sayers and Brian Cook, steady hand, you know, at the wheel. Um, it was interesting, you know, in a, in a major portion of that nine weeks that they didn't have the, the mackay Kerno combination in the team. I think Mackay was out for six weeks with uh, an injury and he's been back. Gold Coast, they scraped over the line. So scraping over the line, you know, to beat a nine-win team. And then once I went and watched the Carlton versus GWS in the last round, and that was you know, once Charlie had got the Coleman, um, they almost down tools. And that's taking nothing away for how impressive and energetic and how hard they work the GWS. But I don't know. I'm still yet to be convinced that I'm still yet to be convinced that the McKay Erno combination actually works. Jack Martin played his best football um, as a secondary sort of third target. It forced the midfield to lower their eyes, kick on angles and not bomb in. Um, Sydney have got a very young team. You know, what Carlton haven't had, ha wouldn't have any players, would they, that have played finals? Like their best player, Patrick Cripps, is going into his first ever finals appearance. So does that stack up much the the Swannies coming you know they played in a grand final a couple of other finals last year young team but got some mature heads um and historically have loved the stoppage game but I think that's maybe a bit of hangover of their great teams I think they play a bit more of that counter-attack and you know Blakey off half back and the McInerney's and and those sort of fellows and I'll stick with Carlton. I think they've, they've come a long way and probably in a finals-type game that that possibly could be a bit wet, damp, slippery, windy, their stoppage game might stack up, uh, stoppage front half again. Margin. Not by a lot, though. Oh, let's go for let's go for 12. Lucky for some. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm leaning towards the, the blue bags and, I mean, you know I'm better than anyone. It's one of your 15 teams you coached for. Um but just as you say, the old Carlton... Ten, ten years ago, though, ten years ago, the last time they played in finals, proper Thank finals, you. not that fake one where not that fake one where Essendon got kicked out and Mick <laughs> Malthouse coached his only finals game for Carlton, not a fake one, <laughs> real ones where you win enough games to get into the eight. Yes, well, well, well said, well said. Just poking the bear here. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, you got the pressure on him, but I, I just think Kerno, I mean, who plays on Kerno forward? Um, the, the stoppage game, as you say, Sydney aren't the Kennedy and, and Parker. That they, they don't have those three or four real big bodies that run through the middle now. More of an outside slingshot type side. And I just think Paddy Cripps, I'm pretty sure this will be his first final. I just reckon he's going to lick his lips and go to another level and really carry that Carlton midfield, who are obviously playing... Excuse a, me, Guy. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me, Lou, the uh, tea lady's at the door. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Warm tea, mate, just to get me over the line. Oh, lovely. Dilmar? <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. Um, um, yes, Char Charlie Kerner is, yeah. he is something to behold, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. is a, he is. A, I mean, the, the word star gets used so loosely these days, but he is a genuine superstar. Yeah. And as you say, I mean, I think that with Mackay back, and I think you have to play him because, I mean, I mean, everyone talked, yeah, they're winning run, but when he was, when, you know, and again, when Carlton surged last year, they were playing together. It's just, 
just injury and a bit of connection and yeah. a bit of chemistry. And, and like you say, yeah. well, mate, get him further up the ground. He's such a powerful mark and so, well, and even a booming kick. Get him up the ground. He he marks on the wing. He should be putting it 30 metres out for Kerno to lead onto it. And or as you spoke about, Jack Martin at his feet. If he's not marking it, Jack, we know we know he's got sticky hands as well. He'll find it on the ground and kick a, a decent score. So yeah, I, I certainly think the three of them can play together. The weather maybe suits um it leans towards Sydney, but I just think Carlton are a bit bit of a heavier side. I know they don't have their final experience as Sydney, but they're young and I just I just don't I scratch my head to think who's gonna have some influence on Charlie Kernow. And um, as you say, them lowering their eyes, the blue bags, if they start to double team Kernow, well, then that's going to free up a few of those small Carlton Fords that kick their winning score through that, that magnificent run. So uh, yeah, it'd be wet. It'll be, it's obviously going to be wet or even hail. So it's not going to be a, a blowout, but um, you said 12, I'll go legs 11. I reckon. Um, I think I've put that in the bang on app. I reckon the blue baggers win by about 11 points uh, myself. Um, yeah. Beat the Sydney Swanners. In the third game at the MCG on the Saturday afternoon game, we got the uh, the Sainers versus GWS. Who are we liking in that one? Yeah, I, I like GWS. I, I think um, Adam Kingsley's done an amazing job there. They, they're almost like uh, you looked at them play last year, and you know, they you know they're done. They're cooked. That he, he's rejuvenated, revitalised. Um, they play with a great combination of flair and toughness. Um, you know, they spread it off half back, and then Jesse Hogan's found a new lease of life. I think you know, blokes like Kelly and Coniglio and Lockie Whitfield seem to have found a new lease of life. Um, I like their pace. I really like pace. Pace, not just to run downhill toward their own goal, but their pace to pressure. And Toby Green's fantastic, but but having said all that, you know we know that the dark master Rossi Lyons he can put a spell over games, and you just have to look at the look at the numbers of points for points against, and I think they have the least points against kicked against them than any top eight team. They also have the worst points for, so you know that in those sort of St Kilda games that they they're pretty honest. Um. Yeah, I I still like the GWS. So I'm I'm going to stick with the GWS by about, you know, when you play St Kilda and win by 15, that's like beating another team by about 35. So I'll, I'll go 15. Uh, the GWS. Um, I think Green Toby Green just leads them magnificently, and the other boy Green in the uh, in the in the midfield. I mean he. He's so strong, he could hold a bull out to piss. You know, he he just gets in and gets his hands dirty and wins a truckload of football to get it outside to those spreaders. Yeah, you're right. And um, I think that's where GWS are going to have to start their attack. I just think with, you know, Marshall and the Ruck, he's going he's gonna to own them. But it's just whether the St Kilda and the Skipper struggling a little bit uh, in and around the, the stoppage area, but whether they can contain the GWS bulls inside, you know, you have Callum Ward's another one, an old head, you know, just... Uh, yeah, um, you know, a, an absolute front liner. And as you say, then then Caliglio is a younger sort of bull, doesn't hit as hard as Ward, but then you got the you know the class of um, the young Green and, and Kelly coming out of the midfield. That's that's gonna be GWS's thing. But as you say, um um they've obviously had a little bit of finals experience at GWS, not a lot. St Kilda don't have 
um, nearly as much, but they do have Rossi Lyon in their corner. And I said, you've got a, the Orange Army or Tsunami, if you like, built for speed. And then you've got the great St Kilda team you know, coached by Rossi or just put the net out and, and hold them up and, and almost because so, they're still one of the best, you say, one of the best defensive teams. One of the sides that just deny you decent looks inside 50. And then they, it's actually quite surprising. They get that real slingshot because they sort of suck all the opposition in and then they get that fly out the back. And King, now that he's been up there and and uh, and back from uh, injury and all that sort of stuff, he's he's back and in some good form. He was in good form as his first game back when he played last time against the Giants. I, I think he kicked four and Sinclair. And, and they're the ones that, for me, I just reckon in the... In the Hurley Burley, um, Sinclair and um, and Higgins, I just reckon their class up forward is going to hopefully if um, oh, fed, fed yeah. enough. Uh, I reckon the same as Sinclair. Um, he's um, Jack Sinclair has been come. He's become in the last couple of seasons, not just this because he was all Australian last year, but mm. he is a fabulous ball user under maximum pressure. And they're the they're the types of blokes that in finals make. The critical decisions that when the heat is at its highest, yep. and that can be the difference between winning and losing. But the game style they play is high, is very, very high energy, high octane. Get back, support yep. your defence, and then, as you said, try and slingshot out. And if you've if you've got any sort of um, you know air bubbles because it's the first finals appearance for a while, well, it might knock them over. Yeah, who yeah. knows? Should be great. I mean, that they're that they're a fantastic first three games that we've spoke about. You know, I, I guess they should be. It's the top. It's yeah. it is the best eight team. Yeah. The, and the only my only concern. I mean, look, I always say by tipping, as I said, I didn't win a tipping competition to save my life this year. But I always say when it's a tight game, go with the home team. But um, but yeah, St Kilda of the two say form teams, it's the Orange Army that have really hit their end of. You know, it's almost they're coming down the home straight and they're just peeling off the opposition left, right and centre. St Kilda started well, got the wobbles, just starting to get their game back together. So you probably still have the GWS ahead, but I just think, yeah, it's the MCG, Rossi line, defensive versus the the speed and and, and class of GWS, I reckon he's the, the dark master that will um, uh, turn the tables in that game. So, yeah, so I'm I'm picking the same as that's going to be an even closer one. I reckon I'm, and as you say, Rossi line, he'll be just be happy with a, a single figure win, I reckon, but I might just give him the ten points, go double figures. <laughs> That'll be enough. That'll be that's like a sixty point win for Rossi, I reckon. Um, and the final one, which is in some ways, I think, yeah, home home see home team, away team. But if and again, if Port's on, there's an upset brewing um, against the Lions. But I, I personally think the Lions. But uh, I'll come back to that in a minute, Bomsky. What? How do? You, how, how are you seeing this one? Well, I haven't got an update of the Brisbane weather yet, so I'm not going to use weather as a factorial for this one. Um, what I'm, what I've sort of had a look at is that I think um, you know, there's no doubt Port's best is very, very good. When it becomes a bit more contest orientated as far as their release into the Ford Fifty, I think Dixon is really important to them, and I don't think he's playing. So then. In pressure type final, if it becomes a pressure type finals game and not open counter attack, which I'm assuming it's going to be, um, then you're kicking to a young Lord and a young Evans as opposed to Dixon, who does genuinely bring the ball to ground against two and three opposition players, zoning players, and that's when the realities of the world and the 
bulletness of, if that's a word, Sam Powell Pepper, who's such a wonderful competitor in the front half. Um, but I think Brisbane in Brisbane, mate, they are the highest scoring team in the competition and they're playing against uh, a team, the the worst defensive team as far as points against in the in the top eight. So I think you'll, you'll find that Port have conceded more uh, scores than anyone else playing against the best scoring team on their home ground where they grow a leg. And when you consider they've only marginally fallen short in the last few seasons, Guy, and then you look at it and they've arguably, you go, well, they've definitely improved their list. You've had Dunkley come in from Footscray. Joey, even though Joey can be a frustrating player, I, I think he's been pretty consistent most of the year. He, I think David King may have described him once as he's the sickness and the cure in the one package. You know, Brisbane get him, get him as the cure. Um, and then they've got that incredibly talented, hard and honest on-ball brigade that tend to be a little bit one-paced. They win a lot of football, Lockie Neal and um, Berry and McCluggage. And then I like the fact when Zach Bailey goes through there, he's got a nice sidestep and... Uh, and then the young fellow, Wilmont, has come into, I think he may have played most of the year, made a debut in a final, but he gives them genuine dash off wing and half back, and so does Connor McKenna. Um, so so their pace has improved, and I think Dunkley's really improved them. Um, so I, I'm tipping Brisbane, and I'm ticking, tipping Brisbane by five goals. Oh, that's a more of the biggest margin of the uh, the four games. But, yeah, you're probably right. Home, home. I think Brisbane, I think the record, they've lost – Round twenty three, you know, two years ago or last year. I mean, they haven't haven't lost at home. They haven't looked like losing at home. They did get beaten badly by Portland, as you say. That was on a dry, slick Adelaide Oval, where Adelaide got hold of them in I think one quarter and kicked seven goals on the outside, and they were like witches' hats. And um, yeah, round I, one, round one year was it? Oh, it was about six months ago. I reckon you're right. Yeah, it would have been early in the season. Yeah, I think round one was a shocking loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah, personnel issues and all that sort of stuff. But um, and they didn't have a good start to the year from memory too, Brisbane. So um, but yeah, inside you got Rosie and Butters versus Lockie Neal. So that 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 sort of area of the ground's gonna be um important, as you say. If um if Brisbane and as you say, with um um with Dunkley in there, it, you 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 finish like they have in some prelims and finished uh well poorly because they've lost. You go, what do you need? And it, it's generally a, a grunt inside mid, any side, I reckon, and speed. And as you say, with the players they've recruited, that's exactly what Brisbane have got. And it's a bit of a sting, and it's almost a tail back in the early 2000s, I reckon, when Port and um, and Brisbane uh, were going at it. Well, they were very successful, Port, in that four-year period, but they actually came up against the Brisbane Lions, and then Collingwood snuck in and played two grand finals. It was only in 2004, mm. and I reckon it's, it's mirroring Brisbane. Brisbane are like that. They haven't played in the big dance for two or three years. They've been around it. Players have got to experience. And I reckon there's going to be a bit of um, uh, poop on the liver, so to speak. And they, they're going to make this one count because of the the added Dunkley, um, the players you mentioned with some speed. Connor McKenna's been around the game, gone away and come back. So that experience, uh, yeah, I, I certainly like Lions to win. Probably not the five-goal margin. Um, I, I probably reckon it's still going to be bigger than um, the 17 points of the um, – of the demons, but I'll, I'll go 22 points for the Lions. This is probably the one that I'm looking forward to actually watching the most as a contest because I 
I like the way both teams play. They do have a penchant to try and score, try and outscore the opposition rather than smother. Um, and when you mentioned them, I mean, Butters and Rosie are just so exciting to watch play football. That they're, I mean, Butters is tough and hard, but he's also got an extraordinary sidestep and they run and carry and Rosie can just make special things happen out of nothing. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that game. Yeah, it will be. It will be. And again, we, as you know, mate, this time of year up in, in Queensland, the sun will be out and all that sort of stuff. I know it'll be a night game. Might be a little bit of dew, but yeah, of all the conditions, this is probably going to be the best. And the two sides, you'd argue, uh, or the Pies play a good brand of footy in, in the uh, in the dry, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah. that's why probably I like the Lions, whether it's wet or dry, they're the most even. And I know you and Wusher have gone Melbourne for probably the same reason. It doesn't matter whether it's dry or wet. They'll still go about it the same way. They back their yeah, game plan 90% and they might just tweak it marginally to, to counter the opposition, but it's not going to counter the weather. Whereas some of the other sides who I think I've lent towards are similar and the sides I've gone against are the ones that the weather will, they'll struggle against the weather. And we know, you know, the, the best side should win because it doesn't matter where you play, who you play, what conditions you play, you are fronting up and your game plan is going to win. Very good. Boom, boom. Well, thanks, Bomsky. Um, we'll be back, back on next week. We'll check on our winners uh, over the weekend, of yeah. course. Um, and for the bang on uh, uh, tipsters, if you haven't worked out, just pop up into that bur uh, hamburger menu and go to your... Uh, tips competition i think it's tips sorry and you'll be able to tip the rest of the games uh you can tip them um obviously closer to the event bomber and i've had to go early of course to fit in the, the bang on before all four so we're not privy to team sheets uh bus routes train time timetables and the humidity at the moment so the inflation of the football so we uh we've had to go in fairly uh, early um and then next week obviously there'll be the two games uh, of course um uh, and then obviously the couple after that and then the big dance the, to finish off with. So uh, good luck, everyone, and happy tipping. And uh, we'll see you uh, next week for Bang On. Thanks, Bomsky. Good on you, Guy. Have a good one.